Hey, uh, in the first couple minutes of this show today, I'd say within before the first 10 minutes, uh, I want to talk to you about something that I rarely talk about. And if I do, it's just kind of quickly in passing because it's uh, a chronic issue that I've dealt with now for the last eight years. And I do it because I'm hoping there's somebody listening today that can understand how frustrating it is to go through something chronically. Or maybe you're like a friend of someone that has a chronic condition and then how maybe, I don't know, maybe like a little insight of what it's like, how it kind of affects your life can open your mind a little bit today or maybe make you feel not so alone if you're going through it as well. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. Here's a feel-good podcast for you. That even mom every single day. It's called Certified Mama's Boy, duh. And uh, we got three principles. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. And she's my co-host. And if you're wondering what that means, by the way, it's we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom. Okay, Nancy, Nancy. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Trending on TikTok today is a topic of things your parents used to lie to you about. And it started with this girl. This, had, this video has had, I think, like 8 million views or something. It's ridiculous. Um, this girl, you know, it's one of those, like, tell me. Here, I can actually play a little bit. Here we go. Uh, um, wait, no. Okay, I can't play it for some reason. Okay, it's fine. Um, question is that what did, what did your parents lie to you about that you had like no idea? And this girl started by telling the story that she, uh, <laughs> her cat disappeared one day and that she had to, um, uh, she like asked her mom, like, where, what happened to my cat? And mom was like, oh my God, you didn't know? Um, your, your aunt took her to Hollywood because she always wanted to be an actress. And so now she went off to Hollywood. Now she's an actress. Uh, and so the girl, the girl believed it. Uh, that was a true story until like one day she mentioned that because apparently the cats and dogs movie just came out too. the movie called cats and dogs. I remember the movie. It came out as a cat looked just like her cat. And she's like, Oh my God, my, my cat made it. That makes me so happy. <laughs> Uh, there's another guy on there that's parents convinced him that they, that Hogwarts, which is the school in Harry Potter really existed. Uh, they went as far as to send him an acceptance letter on his 11th birthday and they started buying him wizarding supplies. They eventually admitted months later that the whole thing was made up to support his love of Harry Potter. Uh, so I was asking my mom, I was like, do you remember any lies that you would used to tell me? Uh, and the, you know, the outside the standard parental lies, which we'll just leave it at, you know, the ones that you all <laughs> right. play your children with, um, which I don't understand why any of those lies are, are lies. I don't understand why. Like, There's one that I get. There's like the big one, right? There's the big one. It's fun. All the kids celebrate it if you're at certain religion. Okay. But outside of that, like, I don't really understand the other ones. I don't understand, like, why do we do the things with yeah. the, the 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 money and the pillows and the uh, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. But I need to be careful with this conversation. But and rabbits, I'm just like, wait, what? Anyway, um, so I asked my mom, is there anything you used to lie to me about? You know, like looking back now that we can laugh at. And I'll ask that topic to you too. 888 Kramer 8 to 888 K R A M E R 8. If there's a lie, either you tell your kids or that you were told as a kid. Um, Mom, you just you just brought one up. And I'm like, why yeah. would you lie about this? Yeah, but I'm not sure about it now. Now that I think through it. Um, when Maggie was born, you know, um, Greta came over to stay with you all. 
And for some reason, That's one of my mom's I'm, friends. Yes, one of my dear friends. And she came over to stay with y'all that night. And for some reason, I'm remembering that we told you and, and Brian, your brother, that we were going to a movie. Now, I don't know why we wouldn't have told you we were going to have your <laughs> sister. I'm not real sure about that. Yeah. I need to check like, in with Greta. The baby? I need like, to what's check the point? in with Greta it's about that. I have so many because... trust issues. Like, why? It's probably why now. I can't trust anybody. <laughs> so we go to the movies and so we come home with I was like, wait, you went to the movies a... and then you had a baby? And then we come home with a baby. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've yeah. got to ask Greta the details of that because, you know, she has – she has a different recollection of it than I do, so I'll have to, I'll have to see what she thinks about it's a that. Weird, I, weird I know story. The one time that I can remember my parents lying to me, though, was as an adult, and we had that crazy dog that I've talked about before. After Jim and I married, that was a mutt. Susie? And, no, no, no. This dog's name was Tinker. It was our first <laughs> dog. And this dog was crazy. I mean, she was rambunctious and into everything. And we left her, you know, um, at home and she chewed a hole through the wall. I mean, this dog was insane. Anyway, my dad was not fond of this dog. And we left her with him for a weekend while we went away. And when we came back, Tinker had run away. Uh, oh no! Always, always wondered about that. <laughs> you think you don't think Tinker really away? ran away? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. You think sure Tinker went to Hollywood? It. Maybe. Yeah, I think maybe Tinker went to Hollywood. <laughs> I think not- that should be a, a great lie you can tell your kids though, because it's a great story. It's kind of fun, you know. If we're not already talking to them about death yet, just be like, "Yeah, oh. they went to Hollywood." Like, <laughs> oh, how do you? How do you say that? I mean, the kids yeah. be excited. They see they're going to get a movie, you know? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I don't, I don't hate that lie, you know? I don't, I don't hate that one. Uh, I have very, obviously, you know, I have kids, and I have very little interaction with kids, but I was dating a girl one time that had kids, and she um, she would lie all the time. I mean, there'd be all oh. kind of like just wild lies, because the kids are just so naive, they believe anything you tell them. You know, so it's almost like fun <laughs> to like just make up lies. Uh-huh. To just like see what they'll go with because they'll, they'll agree to anything you say. Uh, one time, <laughs> this is when I was living in San Diego, and she, um, her daughter wanted to go to Disneyland, and the the um, <laughs> the the woman said that the um, I think she said that it was in like Indianapolis and it was way too far away to go. When you know, really, it was Anaheim and it was oh, yeah. you know <laughs> ninety minute drive. So right. she said it was like way too far. We can't we can't go that far. It's crazy. Um, and then another one. I remember we were actually all in Target together, and um, the the girl wanted this toy, and she uh, <laughs> she was like, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take a picture of the. I'm gonna take a picture of this, and then I will." Um, I'll order it off Amazon for you because uh, it's cheaper off Amazon, uh-huh. and so. By the time, you know, the kid gets it back in the car, the kid doesn't think twice about it ever again, you know? So (laughs) it's just like here and gone and just never brought up ever again kind of thing, you know? Yes. So I think those are some- I'm sure I probably lied to you a million times. Probably. I just don't- 
I just don't recall them. I'd have to imagine that's probably the case. But if you get a parent lie, either you were told <laughs> one or you were um, you were the giver of the parental lie, then you can always call us 888-Kramer8. I think they are funny because they're almost almost like so ridiculous as adults. Like there's no way you would ever believe this, you know, or past the age of like 10. But like as a kid, you're like, hmm, this could be real. You have no sense of like anything. So you might as well, might as well believe yeah. it. It's crazy. Um, I want to talk about something today that I hate talking about, and I want to talk about it for a couple of different reasons. One, because I need you to not kind of know what I'm going through. And number two, because I want to talk to anybody that deals with some kind of chronic, whatever, complication. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if this is a disease per se or whatever, but I don't want to talk about it because it's kind of hard to explain. And it's so rare that like only, I think it's one out of every 50,000 people actually has to deal with it. And so I don't really talk about it a lot because it almost it almost makes me feel crazy. I almost feel like I was going crazy for a while because it just, mm. just did, didn't make sense to me. And I've talked about it a little bit, but I never like really in full like understanding of it because I just it just never I was never really dealing with it. And when I was, I was just doing it in private. And um because it's just not something when I was it wasn't during the podcast time, so it would just be something that would be kind of awkward to talk about on the radio in between two, you know, between Bruno Mars and Cardi B <laughs> songs. Right. Uh, but I feel like this is like a good time to talk about it because um, I want to, uh, to say, tell you that if there's anything you deal with chronically, it's the worst. And it's like such a mind numbing experience, no matter what it is you go through. Cause you have, you know, you have good periods and you have bad periods. And when you go through good periods, you almost kind of forget. And then it comes back and it bites you in the butt and you're like, damn it. Uh, so I suffer from a, a condition, I guess you would say, called hyperacusis. And basically, it's like the opposite of being deaf. Um, I have like a sensitivity to sounds. And uh, it's not that they're louder, but my brain perceives them as louder. And usually it's like an intolerance to higher frequencies. So any higher pitch, any like uh, running water or something that will be bad. Um, like if you drop a fork, if you e even like listening to things out of like computer speakers or cell phone, anything that's like tinny sounding is thinking uh, babies, babies talking, screaming uh, is, is a real challenge for me. Mm -hmm. And it started back when I, uh, back in, I was 30, whatever year that was. I remember because I, I guess it's 2015, whatever. And, um, is that right? Whatever. I was 30 mm -hmm. and I went to get a steroid shot for my allergies. And about two days later, uh, I woke up with all kind of crazy symptoms. And one of those symptoms was hyperacusis. Um, and what I realized was that anytime that I messed with my serotonin system, uh, because one of the side effects to this drug that are this um, steroid that I taken for my allergies, which by the way, I don't know why they gave me a steroid for my allergies, but whatever. Um, anything that messes with my serotonin system uh, will affect this hyperacusis, right? So mm -hmm. I took, it took me about 18 months and I, I made a, I, you know, I never will fully recover from it, but I'll recover from it in like normal settings, like going to concerts. I still have to wear special earplugs and, um, going to uh, like certain situations will set it off. Um, like if I fireworks or if I'm around, you know, like, like music or just this too loud, you know, like it'll just kind of affect my ears. And basically what it is, it's like a burning sensation inside my ears. Um, and it will, the pain can last from, I don't know, an hour to a couple of days. 
Uh, and so it happened again after I took the Molly because that was a very, you know, that obviously messes with your serotonin system. And so that sucked. And that took me probably a year, 18 months to recover again. Well, I was doing pretty well. I mean, since we did the podcast, I really hadn't, haven't had many problems with it. Um, I think what happened was when I fell uh, and I hit my head, because one thing that also will set it off will be uh, any kind of injuries to the head. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing I've ever noticed it from is if I go to get like a chiropractor adjustment, like quick adjustments to my neck or my head mm-hmm. will do. And I think that there's just probably something happened when I fell and hit my head uh, that made my just threw off my system. And because uh, it's, it's like random things will set it off. Sometimes like I took turmeric one time and like mm-hmm. that set it off for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's hard to tell where it's really coming from. So, but I know head injury is like one of the things that can set it off. So, uh, here we are and I'm really bummed about it. And I'm really frustrated with it. It's very like, uh, it's it, not only does it hurt to listen to sound. So obviously mm-hmm. that's my job, but it also is a, um, you, you get this, uh, some people, people that have anxiety already will get what they call phonophonia, phonophonia. Mm-hmm. And basically that's fear of noises being too loud for you, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm scared to be out in that situation because I'm afraid it's going to be too loud and it's going to hurt my ears. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like I'm hoping this won't be a long setback. I don't really, I can't really, today's pretty bad. I mean, it's, it's bad, but um, I mean, sometimes like it'll just, it'll come and go and like it could be gone. And by two weeks time, we may not even be talking about this anymore. It could be 18 months from now and we're still dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to bring it up because I do understand the frustration and like the pain and like the mental anguish that comes with any type of long-term conditions that you're dealing with. Anything that's chronic that comes and goes and comes and goes. Um, it's like, I don't want to cry today cause I'm just not going to, I just, I just felt like I don't need anything else on my plate right now, you know, to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there's just nothing I can do about it. So, uh, um, well. Well, now you also, and also one more thing too, is the reason I, I try to talk about it because a lot of people don't even know it exists, Mm -hmm. you know, like most people, I I never knew it existed. It almost sounds crazy. Like reverse death, like what the hell? Um, so anyway, I wish it was as cool as like being able to hear from like 50 miles away, but my brain just perceives sounds as too loud. And basically you're like, what do you do about it? Basically my brain, I have to do like sound therapy. And my brain just basically has to relearn sounds like aren't going to hurt. It's basically, basically like my, my, my brain forgot. <laughs> like it's like it forgets mm-hmm. what sound like, like I'm basically my baby again um, mm-hmm. when it comes to like high pitched noises. And my brain has to basically relearn over and over and over again that like these high pitched noises aren't going to. Because it, basically my body will react like it's too loud, like it's like it's like painfully loud levels and then it will react in that fashion. So it sucks. And I don't um, I don't I don't know. I'm just kind of I'm just bummed. I really didn't really want to do a podcast today, to be honest with you, only because I don't have anything like positive to say about it. It's mm-hmm. it's like the, it's like the bane of my fucking existence. Mm-hmm. And especially when you do what I do. Um, yeah, it's just. It's just been the the hardest eight years of like trying to figure out how to like deal with it, you know, and it's off and on. Luckily, I'm going to deal with it all the time, but mm-hmm. it's hard. So, well, you know, there may be someone out there that 
is having the same thing and thinks they are crazy. I don't, I've never so met weird, anyone. You know? I've never met anyone with this condition ever. Well, it would be interesting. And you would to think know. Out of everybody that I have, I reached yes. over the last seven years and that's three. Well, we won't count Maryland yet, but like three different cities basically. Yes. Um, and being I've in never radio. Met, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, with, yeah. and I, I mean, telling this story, Yes. Uh, I've never met one person that's also said, oh yeah, I had that too. Or I know somebody that suffers from that or whatever. And so right. it's, it makes you feel even more alone when like you have to go to like the specialist of the specialist. Right. Usually there's like one yes. person per state that deals with it. So. Right. So uh, you need to find that one person in yeah. Maryland. And, you know, I'm just also thinking about, you know, this week being the week that um, Mix is supporting the Children's Hospital and how you can certainly have more compassion for the children in that hospital that are going through so much. Yeah. You know, from having... Yeah, from it's having, terrible. From having a chronic um, I can't imagine disorder dealing with things. yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well... The good news is, you know that this will pass, right? Yeah, it's so it's gotten just, better every time, and like there's been it. many times I feel like, and this is nowhere near as bad as it was with like the Molly or the mm-hmm. the steroid shot. I feel like the mm-hmm. chemically induced one was the worst, and again, this could be this could be a short term one. Like all the chiropractic mm-hmm. stuff, I typically mm-hmm. would it'd be maybe two, three, four days, and I'd be back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, sound induced one's probably about two weeks, and I'm usually mm-hmm. back to normal. But mm-hmm. with, I don't. I've never had like head trauma. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. I well, don't know. I support you in finding a specialist wherever you are. No yeah. matter where you go, since you know this thing can can happen over and over again. I'm sorry, honey. Well, I'm just going to I told my boss, I'm like, I don't really want to deal with it this week. I don't have time for it. We are doing this radiothon. I just want to be able to focus on that and just I'll just have to hop on it next week and see maybe see how I'm feeling too. You know, this isn't mm-hmm. my first time I've fallen back into Remission, I guess would be the wait. Remission is that when you're back? When you're no remissions when you're good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, that's, that's what I'm trying when to you're say. Not showing symptoms. Yeah. So yeah. the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh. Anyway, the point. Yeah. The point is just two things. One, I just I feel like this. I would love to be connected with like one other person. I'm going to keep telling this story until I find like one other person that deals with it because I just mm-hmm. feel like it'd be really nice to have somebody mm-hmm. that I know in real life. And like, I, I, there's, um, like there's, there's Reddit groups of people that suffer from it. And so, right. I remember uh, there was some sort of internet connection yeah. that you had, which is, some which group. is good, but basically it's a bunch of like paranoid, uh, sound people that are just kind of oh. running around in circles. So I always try to be on there and be like a positive influence for it Cause it can get kind of grim on there. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's, I'm, I don't think it's going to affect the podcast. Just know it puts me in like a really bad mental headspace, which I'm already in like a not great headspace. So mm-hmm. if I seem down, like just know I am, it's a very isolating feeling. It's like scared to want to get out and like be around noises and like ugh, and I have bad ear yeah. days where I just like come home and it's just burning. I just have to lay here in the silence for mm-hmm. a couple hours and anyway so not a, all, not a well, poor pitiful me but like i just no. i want this this podcast to be as transparent as possible you know right. and we share right. our lives and really more so the, the point is like you're not alone if you're going if you deal with something that comes and goes it's the worst mm-hmm. and it's like the most disheartening feeling 
mm-hmm. when it comes back again, especially when it's been gone for so long, you know. And luckily, mm-hmm. mine, like I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna die from it. Like this is the worst, it's, you know, it gets. Like it just mm-hmm. the sound hurts and that's weird. But you know, people that deal with I me, mean, my poor dad, you know, mm-hmm. looking at his prostate cancer numbers every month. I can't imagine mm-hmm. how that must feel up and down, you know, like I'll never mm-hmm. die from this. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, it's still painful and it's hard to go through. It's just anybody that deals with chronic stuff. It sucks. You know, yeah, any, any ups and downs, it's just not fun. So yes. Yeah, so good thoughts and prayers will be. Yeah. If you want to pray, you know, everyone. I mean, I never just, you got some extra room in prayers tonight. Let's just pray. Mm-hmm. This is a, a quick recovered one. Mm-hmm. I do believe in the power of, positive thought. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do mine tonight. You do yours tonight. Let's see if we can, you know, mm-hmm. make some progress over here. Right. It All right, works. mom, you want to get to our quote for today? Okay. This is from Booker T. Washington. It says success is to be measured, not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome. So remember that, that this is just an obstacle. In, yeah. in your profession that yeah. you will. It, why got to be, be in sound and have this condition? You know, I like know. why? Like, I know. Well, we never I couldn't know work why. at a library and like love being passionate about, <laughs> about library. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I found this really interesting. Um, Miguel, you know, the, my buddy that does uh, our podcast, he does Moment Kramer History. He was my mm-hmm. co-host for a long time. He posted something today that I thought was, and I think actually maybe Jeff Dollar may have reposted it too. Um, it's basically two pie charts and the top one says how we're taught to measure success. And it's basically split into two parts of the pie. It's half of its salary and half of its job title. And like coming up, that was like, that's what you're Mm -hmm. taught, right? Like, that's it. Yes. Like like, how much do you make and what do you do? And other than that, who cares? That's it. Right. I mean, to me, in my first 10 years of life, I mean, of like career, it's all I cared about. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I and how much money do I make? And that's really mm-hmm. all that matters. Mm-hmm. So and then it says the bottom pie chart, it says a better chart, and it's split up 25% mental health, about 20% physical health. Liking what you do is about another 25%. Free time is like another 15%. I'm just making up. There's not actual percentages on here. I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, salary is like 10%, and job title is like 10%. And like, mm-hmm. it's true, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I've... I, you know, I've, I've been blessed over the last 10 years to, to make a good, a good, a good salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want to sit here and say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just scraping by over here. It's hard for me to speak on these sometimes because like, I don't ever want to sound tone deaf to people that are having to work paycheck for paycheck right now. Yes. Because I've been there before too. You know, right. I've been in a job where I didn't make a lot of money. Um, yes. Well, hell, my first, <laughs> first five years of radio, I was making $28,000. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Uh, and then in between radio jobs, I was making 48,000, I think doing social media work. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and by means, no, by no means do I make an absorbent amount of money, but I'm, I'm, I can live comfortably, you know? Um, but what, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. but what, mm-hmm. but what, how much does that really matter? Like yeah. where am I on my deathbed? Am I really going to care about that? Being- no. Yeah. <laughs> no. And right now, like, I know I need like a vacation. I know that I need, I need like a social life. I know I mean, uh, things that are, you know, but cause I mean, I, I got everything I want right now. I make good money and I got a job I love. So why mm-hmm. do I still feel like shit? Because the other pieces of the pie mm-hmm. aren't there right now. Right. And it's so much bigger as you get older. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just a, 
I was so driven to do this that I was missing out on the other parts only to get it all and realize, oh shit, like now what <laughs> mm-hmm. or yeah. what? But um, these are things that you think about, especially in midlife yeah. because you have a history to look back on and you can determine what are those things in your life that have really brought you peace right. and joy and right. happiness and yep. uh, typically, it's it's not, you know, money. Yeah. Um, it's the memories that you have of little moments, um, and it's the people in your life, and it's your community. And during this pandemic, you know, we're all so separated. That, I mean, we right. don't have community. I mean, it's not the same thing when you're on when you're on the internet, it's not the same thing as being face to face with people and having relationships and looking into people's eyes when you talk to them. It's not the same. So there's a lot of struggle with that right now. Yeah. Especially, but you're right. The things that are most important in life have very little to do with our careers, our career success, or how much money we have. Yep. So true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Ask my mom here in a couple seconds. And there's probably a time in every f- married female's life she has to have this conversation with her husband. But like, how do you do it effectively without hurting their feelings? <laughs> uh, or gay man, I guess. Gay man, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little more easy when you, it's two men talking to each other. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, so we'll get to ask my mom here in just a couple seconds um, with the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about and say thank you to our sponsors today. And I want to make sure that you are caught up with everyone that's, uh, I, tr- I personally try everything that we talk about. And if I don't like it, we don't talk about it. There's been a couple advertisers. I just didn't, it just didn't match what we did, uh, or it just didn't make sense. What was one recently I had to turn down? Cause I just didn't think it made sense. I didn't like it. Oh, it was like a credit card, um, consolidation, something. I just didn't, no. it just seemed scammy to me. I don't like it. I don't want to like promote that for mm-hmm. you. Um, what, is, oh, uh, men's, um, some kind of men's supplement that I was like, no, <laughs> we're good. Hmm. But I do like these, the, the Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bar. I like them for a couple different reasons. Uh, number one, because all of us are trying to be healthier this year. Most of us are. And if you're not, at least it's in the back of your head of like, I would still like to indulge and not have all the crap that uh, comes with eating like crap, you know? So hmm. with these, uh, these nut and seed bars, even if you're not following a keto diet, it's still got one gram of sugar. Uh, two or three grams of net carbs and only 150 calories per bar. So for me, what that means is I can eat three bars and not feel terrible about it. Most people would just be like, Oh, that's great. I can just have one. And like 150 calories for me, it's like, I can still get in three and it's fine. Um, no, but they really are. They're, they're delicious. My mom ordered, you ordered even more because you liked them so much. I have. Um, I've tried the dark chocolate and sea salt and now I'm yeah. in the coconut and chocolate chip. I love it. Love All it. this stuff too. It's like everything we, we promote. It's, it's like it's good for you. Gluten free, plant based. Uh, it's non GMO. No soy. No trans fat. Uh, you know all that. All that stuff you don't want in your diet. So try it for yourself and see. And there's a special deal for you. It's twenty percent off your purchase of any Monk Pack by visiting monkpack.com and entering code Kramer at checkout. And then Monk Pack so confident is it back with a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like it, they're going to exchange it or they'll give you your money back, whichever one you per- prefer. So to get started. 
it, go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product, enter the code Kramer at checkout and save 20% off your purchase. It's Monk Pack. It's delicious, nutritious food that you can count on. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast this week. Also, uh, better help. I would love it. I, I really, I do it to encourage you. Um, obviously they're an advertiser, but I, I really hope that and a lot of people have gone and tried it and loved it. My sister was doing it for a while with all of her wedding chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it is that you're going through, you need a, a professional to sort out some of your issues. Better help is here to do it and they can do it. You can literally start communicating in 24 hours with a licensed therapist. Good luck doing that in real life right now. It's not, it's just not going to happen. Like the, the, the society's not set up. It wasn't set up for that beforehand. Like when I was going through, when I took the Molly and I was having awful, like I told you I had that mental like shutdown, right? Where I had mm-hmm. my anxiety and depression were like a level 10. I was yes. feeling suicidal on a daily basis. This was like in July or August, maybe, maybe it was August. I started. And I remember like the first therapist I could see was in November. I was like, what's mm-hmm. that going to do for me? Right. So, I just, I recommend, I really recommend better help. I think it's a, a, such a good tool for anybody dealing with any a life's curveballs, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, or self-esteem. So many people are using it. They're actually recruiting more counselors in all 50 states. So start living a happier life today. And as a listener of this podcast, 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right, uh, we're gonna get to. I don't mean to laugh. I'm gonna say something happened today, and I don't. I don't I'm by no means poking fun of this person, but I just had to get an email and just um, solve something with our certified fan program. Um, and we'll say hi to you right now. Ask my mom in a second. Um, so, certified fans, by the way, thank you for what you do, which is supporting this podcast. Five dollars a month. It's 30 cents a day or something like that. And, um, your, you, you help grow the show. You help keep this thing. I, I know what you're like, Oh, it's just a podcast. How much can it cost? You'd actually be surprised how much a podcast can cost. Luckily I don't have to pay my mom. So that's like one expense we don't have to worry about, but any of the certified fan money, I don't take any of that money. I don't like that's all 100% used to growing and funding the podcast. So thank you for doing it. If you enjoy an episode a month or every day, uh, would love your support and thank you for doing that. Um, I will say that um, uh, today, I don't know what happened, but a girl, the the people that run the certified, like they, the processing company, uh-huh. wrote an email and asked for a refund. Wanted a refund what? for the last three months of being a certified fan. I don't really know what happened, oh. uh, but I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. if you want to, you're unhappy with your with your service, then you can get a oh. refund. That's fine. Uh, hmm. So. Uh, I don't want to make that a common practice, so hopefully you don't feel like you can. <laughs> I, just, I guess what I'm saying is no refunds. Um, should have made that maybe a little clearer, but uh, I don't know what happened with that. That one made me feel weird. But uh, if you uh, would like to be a certified fan, just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Don't forget, this week is a great – I should probably slow that down. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Don't forget that if you um, – uh, it's a great week to do it because you get 10% off our sale, which is also uh, in the merch store right now. You can get all kinds of, I think it's 20, it's 20% off every item. And then on top of that, it's also, um, you get 10% off that too. So it's kind of like 30%, kind of sort of, not technically, mm-hmm. but it is close to- thir- 30 total percent off. Just not, you know, <laughs> 10 off 20%. Right. Okay. All right. So, um, anyway, just text word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. It's another benefit and my way of saying, thank you for doing what you do and supporting the podcast. Uh, oh, and we can say hi to a certified fan. When we have a new one, we'll say hi. And when we don't, 
we go back and we say hello to an existing certified fan. Mom, give me a number for today. Okay, it's your angel number, and it's the date of today, 222. We already did 222, remember? Oh, we already did 222. That's right. Okay, let's do. (laughs) Okay, that's right. Sorry. Let's do 111. 111. Certified fan number 111 is Kristen F. Okay. Kristen F lives in San Diego. She's been a certified fan since the 10th of June. Great. And we appreciate you. So here is your bonus, whoop, whoop. We do. Do you need to take off your, need to put your earplugs in? No, it's in? okay. They're down low today. Okay. Here we go, Kristen. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yeah, there you go. Only cause minimal pain because my oh, headphones geez. are low. Oh. Uh, so anyway, we'd love for you to become a certified fan. F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Let's get to Ask My Mom. Um, Ask My Mom is an advice segment we do twice a week and it's Tuesday, Thursday. And if you ever just, you just need to like vent something out. Uh, maybe you, maybe it's not necessarily a therapy kind of question, but you're like, hey, help me out with this. Help me out. Give me some feedback on this, my thought process right now. We'd be happy to basically vet it out with all of our podcast family over here. So, uh, Mom, you want to read the one from today? Sure. Hey, I listen to your podcast all the time, but I've never sent you a message before. I'm kind of Instagram, sh- by the way. I should mention that. Oh, okay. I'm kind of shy. Anyway, my husband is a good-looking guy. Go look at him on my page. He's a stud, but he's bald, but he's in baldness denial. He would look so much better with a shaved head. Is there a way to bring this up to him without making him feel awful? I don't want to hurt his feelings. I just want him to let his head shine. Should I drop hints about sexy bald guys? Ha ha ha. How does a guy know when it's time to go full on bald? Wow. <laughs> good luck, Kramer. And he is. He's a good-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy. He's probably he's probably around my age. Um, and but I can see because then I clicked on his profile because I wanted to see more. Uh-huh. Um, he doesn't have a ton of pictures of himself, but like, yeah, it's it's probably time. It's like a little bit of the ring going on. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like the ring of hair still hanging uh-huh. in there. Uh-huh. Uh But when yeah, like, what are you supposed to do? And yeah. how do you do you have it? Do you have that conversation, or is it just like whatever? Um. I mean, the Yanceys, I am one of the things I'm most thankful for. If we're going to play what I'm thankful for, I still have, I've always had a giant forehead. So it looks like I'm kind of balding and my hair is up, but (laughs) I still have a good amount of hair Mm -hmm. uh, on the top of my head and the rest of my body, sadly. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I, I know that day is going to need to come eventually. I mean, there's some people that still have great hair, 60, 70 years old. There's some guy, you know, guys my age that are starting to bald. Right. Uh, may have like a little, like a little patch or a whole half the head or whatever. Um, I just don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the proper way. Cause I'm trying to think if, if somebody I love came to me, I was like, Hey, listen, I just think maybe it's time for you to go bald. Uh, <laughs> How that I think would I would feel. appreciate it, but like, yeah, you know me, I'm super sensitive. I think a lot of guys, that's like a sense of pride and mm-hmm. their masculinity and their looks and, and their youth and their youth <laughs> and they're having to shave off. And, um, so I'll I think, you, you know, ahead, wait, I'm really sorry. quick, 888 Kramer eight. Cause I'm sure there's somebody's had to have that conversation before. So how did you handle it and how was it received? 888 K R A M E R eight. Yes, mom. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say one of the things I really think is so unattractive is when men have 
you know, their hair pulled over from like one ear to the other side of their head to yeah. cover their bald spot. It's so nasty. Yeah. My, it's so uh, nasty. My old agent, Norm, you know, the one that passed away six months ago or whatever, he, you know, he had like the ring, uh, <laughs> but he would let the bottom part just grow out. He had like long <laughs> hair at the bottom. It was the yeah. weirdest thing, but it, yeah. uh, I think I think bald men are sexy. I really oh, do. Ma- Mom, careful! Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you ever said do. sexy on a podcast before. <laughs> Something wrong with sexy? Um, um, I, I but remember like, Tony Dad, Savalas. Dad still has hair. Yeah, and I've said to him, I think you should get your hair sh- your head shaved. I think that would be nice. He doesn't yeah. think so. Maybe so uh, fine. maybe we'll hear this and then know that it's sexy now. So, <laughs> well, there was an actor, Telly Savalas, um, that I always thought was so was that? so attractive. He was in The King and I. He was an actor. He probably T L L Y. Oh, there it is. S A V. Yeah. You think he's sexy? Yeah. <laughs> I did in the day. Maybe I was going to say I only he, see a current day picture. He's about he's, 100 years old. <laughs> right. Actually, he is—he literally is a hundred years old. No joke. I, he, he may I have was passed. going to say no. Is yeah, he, he still alive? No, he passed in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, that's what uh, I thought. I just yeah. see a later in life picture. Okay, there's a younger picture. Yeah, yeah good looking guy. Sure, yeah, looking guy. Yeah. Anyway, and there have been others, but you know, he's but I just one don't know how to have that conversation. I, I will. I don't. And I don't know if it's like. I don't know how a, how a man's going to receive that or something. He just has to like come to you know. Right. Yeah. Um. So I think the best thing that we can do is ask is anybody had to have that conversation with their man. I'm sure eventually you're going to have to, you know. Yeah. Um, well, if she thinks it would go? help, she can tell him that Nancy thinks all men are sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just playing this podcast. <laughs> maybe that will maybe that maybe. will solve the problem. <laughs> Nancy Nancy is uh, approved. So eight 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 K R A M E R A. You want to call us because I'd be curious how that conversation went. I don't know if we're gonna have any clear wisdom today uh, with neither of us having to go through that. I'm sure I will one day. I'll report back how it goes, but today is not the day. So or maybe one of you guys listening has, yeah, has come yeah. to that have, conclusion. That would be yeah. interesting. And or you've had, somebody had a conversation you. with you. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. All right, okay. Mom. Well, that'll do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. So many people from this podcast are taking advantage of this, this amazing offer that HelloFresh is giving to you. Uh, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. It's cool because basically dinner comes to your house. Cut out the let's go to the grocery store. Cut out the what are we having for dinner. I think even as a parent, just that alone should make you feel a million times better because the question is not like, it's like, what are you having for dinner? What's it's what's here? <laughs> you know, like we get all the ingredients. We didn't have to go out and get them, and it's forty percent less than going to the grocery store. So it's like, hello, it's a positive thing, right? My mom and dad love HelloFresh. It's like, it's like for them, especially as seniors, you know, like it's hard to get out, especially in the pandemic. So don't worry about it anymore. We'll take care of it for you right now. How about ten free meals? Yeah, free plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ten Kramer one zero. Kramer, okay? Use the code 10 Kramer, get 10 free meals, including free shipping on that, okay? HelloFresh.com slash 10 Kramer. And super, super thankful to have them on here because I, I honestly, so many people are, so many people, <laughs> you people, so many people in our podcast family are trying it that uh, they're, they they bought like a bunch more advertising or ads because so many of you tried it. So take advantage. This is a really good one. So HelloFresh.com slash 10 Kramer. There's so much good news coming out of Texas today. Usually I'll do like two stories. I'm going to like do a 
summed up version of four stories instead of two longer ones today. Cool. Cause I want you to like, I've always said, and it's actually a Mr. Rogers quote, but I love it. It's oh, it's a, let's look for the helpers. Like look for the helpers. When, when things are going crazy, there's always people willing to help. And I'm going to give you four quick stories today about what's going on in Texas. Number one, Shoppers at a grocery store over in Austin, Texas, H-E-B, which I don't even think of it. I don't even suppose Is it called Heb? Like, I've seen it before. I don't think about it. Uh, they were treated to free groceries when their power went out. Uh, her name was Shelby Lasker. She was in line over at H-E-B, and she was getting supplies for the – it was during the winter storm last week, and everything went dark. But instead of, like, leaving empty-handed, she said the staff told the customers just to go ahead and take whatever was in their basket. Just take it. That's amazing. Good story number one, okay? Good story number two out of Austin, Texas. There is uh, Chelsea Timmons, who was delivering groceries over in Austin, and just as the snowstorm hit, and her car got stuck at a client's house, okay? So the homeowners, whose name are Doug and Nina, they actually invited her inside and then called AAA uh, for a tow truck. But it never came because the weather got worse and worse. So the, the couple actually invited her to stay until she could leave, which is five days later. She was a delivery driver. I don't know if she was... Let me see if I can look a little more into that story. Was she like an Uber Eats or something? Uh, grocery delivery. So maybe Instacart or something. That's crazy, right? All right. Good story number three coming out of Texas. This time it is in Plain- Plano, Texas. Is it Plano, Texas? Man, it doesn't matter. Uh, actually, it does matter. Plain- is it Plano, Texas? Is that how you say it? Anyway, like anyone else in the area, the Bella Italiana Restaurante in Plano, Texas had no power, but they did have gas to, uh, for the stove and a gas oven. So what the owner decided to do was actually open his doors and feed anyone who needed help during the winter storm. They made spaghetti and lasagna and gave away almost 500 meals to cold people during last week's uh, you know power outages. One more feel-good story. Also out of Texas, Texas deputies saved a family that was stranded during the winter storm that blasted through the state last week. It's the Harris County Sheriff's Office. Uh, they reported that the family was trying to rent a hotel room, but they couldn't afford it. So the the deputies actually paid out of their own pockets to make sure the family with small kids was warm and was safe for the night. So there you go. Four good news stories today. I don't know how you're supposed to tell your man he's balding. I'm not sure. I don't really know the proper way of having that conversation. But G. King can give you the perspective of what your man's feeling during that time. You know, I'm getting older, man. I started losing my hair, man. It sucks when you lose your hair because that's all you have is your hair. Like, it's like the worst thing to have is when you lose your hair. Like, it sucks, man. I had to just grasp the fact that my hair wasn't coming back. You know, it took me a while. Though, you know? I was that dude still going to the barber shop. Hey, uh, can you line me up right here? <laughs> Just put a part. <laughs> I didn't want to stop, man. I wanted to keep, I, I, I didn't want to stop. I had to keep going, man. My boy told me about this new, like, spray on hairline, you know, stuff. So I get the spray on hairline. I'm in the club. He was like, man, you trying to go to the club? I'm like, yeah, man, I got the spray on hairline. I was like, man, I'm going to pull all the ladies. You know, I'm in the club dancing, sweating. By the end of the night, it's all coming down. I'm in there looking like Batman. <laughs> they was like, who let Ultimate Warrior in the club? <laughs> and it'll come. It will come. Um, all right. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for letting me open up to you today and kind of talking about my the, the not-so-fun parts of my life. Uh, but I, I just appreciate you. I, just, I love the community we've built here. I really do. It's like this podcast is taking on the world, man. 
So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow for a brand new um, moment in Kramer history. Well, it's not brand new. Plus, my mom actually, I think, has a pretty good mom tent for tomorrow. So that's tomorrow on the show. All right. Love you. Bye. Hey, Kramer. This is Liz calling from Anaheim. So I'm just calling to um, give my two cents on letting your children um, play video games. So as a mom of two, both of my kids are now adults. Um, I did allow them to play video games. Um, my children are now in their early 20s. Um, but I was going to say the uh, both of them, by allowing them to play video games, I think it all depends on the children, obviously, but and how their behavior is. But one of them is a very successful software developer for a video game company. And the other one kind of stopped playing video games as he um, got a little bit older and actually started watching a lot of documentaries about politics. So he completely changed as he uh, was developing his own self. And um, I work for a video game company. So um, I work for a small studio. So I guess it's all in the family. But um, it all depends on your child. I don't think it's bad to let them play. Um, it, it just depends on their behavior as well. I think as parents, we know how much we can let them play and how much is not that good for them. Thank you for you know continuing to do what you do. I love listening to you every day and your mom. Hi, mom. Um, love you guys forever. Hey, Kramer. It's Amber in Atlanta. I'm calling to tell you a snow debacle um, story that'll make you feel better. So when I first moved to Chicago as a Georgia girl, um, so this would have been in like 2002-ish, um, I was walking from the L to work. The L is the train station. And I somehow pulled a cartoon-like maneuver where not only did the foot I was stepping on fly into the air, but so did the other one. And I landed directly on my tailbone. And there was a woman walking towards me who thought it was hilarious and just laughed right in my face. And I remember thinking, you are just not a nice person. And before the thought even finished, she busted her ass. So there you have it. Hi, Kramer. It's Lauren from Georgia. I was listening to your episode about getting new doctors and that your appointment was out about two months out. Um, I realized... And I work at a dental office, so it's somewhat similar. But they only a lot of cake, two new patient appointments a day. You know, so I think you're probably going in for a physical if you're seeing the doctor for the first time. It's probably a physical, and they only have so many a day because the other appointments are for maintenance or sick patients. So um, I think that's probably what it is. Because in my experience, anytime you go to switch doctors, it's a while for an appointment. Um, so I would say go ahead and schedule it, get on the books. That way you'll have that appointment. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.